Why do the gatekeepers make all the money? Or at least, why do they get to keep the lion's share of all of the money? And for you creators out there, um, it seems like it should be flipped the other way, right? So the dilemma is this. How are artists and creators like us, who are never taught the complexities and insider knowledge of the entertainment and arts distribution business, who take all the risks while the middlemen reap the lion's share of rewards? How do we take control of our artistic destiny, grow an audience of raving diehard fans, and manifest financial freedom for ourselves and our families, and yet still have time and energy to consistently release culturally meaningful creations? That is the quandary, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jason Brenizer, and welcome to Your Phenomenal Future. All right, everybody, Jason Brenizer from the Phenomenal Future Podcast, PFP. I am asking a question. Yes, that question is, why do the gatekeepers make so much money off of the work of others? It seems totally wrong. Now, let's walk through this idea. Let's see what kind of value they provide. Um, by gatekeeper, I mean someone that's in control of getting um, uh, like a middleman, someone who is in the mix uh, getting your hard work, your creations out to the masses. Now, that's great. You can't know billions of people. It's just not possible. But uh, it's a digital world, and there are some pretty amazing ways for you to... to um, uh, to take back some of that power. And we will get to that. But first, let's see what kind of value those gatekeepers or those middlemen, the, uh, if you're a musician, that would be the people streaming music right now. Uh, if you're a fine artist, that's, that's a gallery owner, more than likely. So what do they bring to the table? Well, number one, a gallery owner has a physical space and they have to pay for that space. Now, they want it to be well-designed. They want, uh, they probably want it to be an interesting part of whatever city they own this gallery in that uh, people will go, oh, you know, great, we can go to a nice dinner, we can head over to a gallery, uh, we can get in, we can take in a, a show. So, you know, usually a gallery is gonna be more in a downtown area. Yeah, that can be expensive. And, uh, you know, they're bringing a little bit of um, maybe class or some edge or something, uh, bringing that to the, to the deal. Um, also, a gallery owner, um, if they're worth any, any of uh, their, their weight and salt, um, are, are going to have a collector's list, a buyer's list, people that know that they're going to be curating the best stuff around in that town. So they are going to make a name for themselves and it will naturally bring the same people back again and again and again. So yeah, that's totally valuable to you as an artist, especially if you're at the beginning of your career and you don't really have a name for yourself yet. Um, you need to be discovered somehow. And um, uh, in the old days, well, that was very brick and mortar. Uh, it does make some sense still if you are producing some fine art like paintings or sculpture or something like that. Um, what else? What else do they provide? Well, that, that collectors of buyer list is huge, right? These are people who are vetted, who are going to get invitations. They're going to be um, marketing, um, letting people know that a show is upcoming. They're going to build a story around what it is that you've been up to. 
um, to make it compelling for them. So they, they bring they bring an experience of what their client base uh, really likes and um, what uh, um, what they could expect to come and see you. So it basically makes it a little, in some ways, safer for that client or customer or collector to come and and try it out, try out the gallery. They're at least going to have an interesting time and be around people that are like-minded. And um, that's certainly worth a lot. But should the gallery owner, that gatekeeper, make 70% of the sale? I mean, some, some galleries definitely negotiate those kind of deals. They have a lot of clout and they have, um, you know, they're... they're like I said, gatekeepers, you know, it's like you would pay a lot to sell. Do you want to sell one or do you want to sell zero? Do you want to sell 10? Do you want to sell zero? Like kind of makes sense if you want your art to get seen and potentially get in the hands of people who are going to love it and really uh, have a beautiful experience around it for the long term. Then yeah, of course that that's, that again is value. But I would argue that you know, at least after your first show and you have some, some history, it starts to become, you know, onerous that, that just pay all that money going out to somebody else. Um, when there are different ways for us to do this in the modern world. Now I'm going to paint a picture here for you. Now it may seem a little fanciful, but we are getting here. We are very close to this. So I'm sure you've heard the buzz phrase, especially since Facebook has changed their name to Meta. You must have heard about the metaverse, this idea of um, virtual reality space and us spending more time there than the real world or certainly shifting from traditional social media to this new type of super immersive experience. Um, just imagine that... Uh, there is a gallery in virtual space that uh, would allow people to come to an event very much like a brick and mortar gallery and opening for you as an artist where you could highlight all of your work. Well, this work could be digital. This doesn't have to be physical work, but it could be physical and then put into a digital space so that people can experience it. Well, all of a sudden what you've done is is taken a brick and mortar experience where only so many people can show up to that gallery. Let's say it's in New York. Let's say it's in a very great part of New York. How many people can really go to the opening of that show or the two weeks that, uh, you know, your collection would run? Maybe it's longer. Maybe you're lucky, but just like a movie, that opening weekend is the most important. So is the opening for, for any kind of artwork. Now imagine you're in the metaverse. You have no limits on how many people can come from anywhere in the world. How much easier would it be for you to um, be discovered by a whole group of people who become your raving fans, where people are going to devour what it is that you're up to, that resonate with with what your art is about and what, what stories you're telling, what emotions you're getting across, your viewpoint about the world. Um, wouldn't it be better if you could potentially have 7.5 billion people that could potentially access your opening and get introduced to what you're doing? 
Absolutely. So that's that's just one little thing that we can do shifting from from the real physical world to a virtual world in the metaverse. Now we could take that one step further and someone can buy your art and you would actually get the lion's share of that money. Maybe the gallery owner gets 2 3%. That's a lot better for you getting the other 97% of that sale. And if you can tie your digital art, physical art, I mean, there, we're going to get into these kinds of conversations a lot in this podcast. Um, but, uh, so I don't want to go too, too deeply in this right now, but you can basically tie, whether it's digital or physical creation of yours to what we call a non-fungible token. This is, this is NFT. You've probably heard of this term, but it's way bigger than what most people consider with profile pictures. Um, you know, so we've, we've kind of got that PFP in our, uh, our podcast name, but it is really just the tip of a ridiculously large iceberg. NFT, non fungible token, smart contracts on the blockchain. Um, this technology is going to change the way that artists are are being found and that artists are getting paid directly by their clients and taking out the middleman. Um, I'm going to throw one more thing in there for you. And then I'll get to this on a future podcast. So let's take it just one step further with an NFT tied to your piece of piece of art. If someone sells that piece of art, they sell the NFT. The NFT is a contract and it transfers the work to the other person. They have the, now they have all of the rights associated with, with, um, how you defined that NFT in the first place, how you defined that contract in the first place. So imagine the first person who buys it buys your work for a thousand dollars and you get $997 of that paid directly into your virtual blockchain wallet okay now when that gets sold again depending on how the contract was written the nft the program the the code was written for that nft if buyer one now sells it to somebody else you can actually choose to get paid again and you can choose any percentage of what that sale is um, so that you would get a cut. This is a game changer for creators out there. Because right now, let's say I'm an author, which I am. I write a book. My book gets sold. I get a certain royalty from the publishing house. But what happens when a used book gets sold? I don't get any of it. What happens when a person, the olden days, when there was a CD... And a musician or a band sold the first one. Well, the record company gets the most of the money, and then they get some royalties if they're lucky after that. Once on that sale, if that CD gets sold again, it's just the shop owner who sells it or the person who sells it gets the 15 bucks, and you get nothing as the creator. This is completely changed now that we have the blockchain. And this is... Uh, we're going to get into so many wonderful details about the blockchain later, but I just, I want you to understand 
that as a creator, that as an artist, you have some amazing new tools that no one has had in the history of this planet. And it is, it's like, I love being alive right now. Yes, 21st century. Yes, uh, you know, the person who came up with the whole blockchain concept in the first place, which nobody even knows who the real person is. It's a, it's a uh, pseudonym, a Satoshi Nakamoto. Um, but I thank you, whoever you are, if you're multiple people, I just, it, this is, this is such a game changer. This is way, this is as big as the internet when it came out. This is maybe even bigger. This is insane. This is a wonderful opportunity for artists. This is a wonderful opportunity for so many different people to um, create value in the world and actually get what you deserve for it. It's pretty amazing. So um, I know that was a bit rambling, but I really needed to impress this upon you that the gatekeepers, although they can provide some value, um, they may not be able to provide that value as your career grows and they certainly aren't providing the kind of value that that they used to because of these new tools and this new technology that is available to you as a creator to really get in front of so many different people and also have an infallible record of your creations and and the provenance of those creations and be able to automatically have each sale tracked and you get paid you immediately, directly. There's no middleman. There's no, you know, hidden fees, all that kind of stuff um, for the rest of your life if you wanted to. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. I love this technology. I love um, that I can help bring this to the world. Uh, I am working on some projects around this for artists. If you want to learn more, you can go to uh, the Phenomenal Future website. We'll have a little bit of detail there. But uh, we've got um, another company project that we're uh, working on that's going to be helping artists with these smart contracts. Uh, So Whatever type of art you create, graphic novels, I don't care what it is. If it's, you know, any kind of media, anything that people consume that's entertainment, that's enriching, that's um, thought-provoking, if you're out there and you're creating something from nothing, we are going to be able to help you. So, yeah, go to our website, phenomenalfuture.com, to learn a little bit more. It may lead you down a rabbit hole that you will never escape from, but man, this is going to be the most exciting journey if you're willing to take a little bit of a leap of faith here and uh, take control of your career and uh, your finances and be able to just build the most amazing group of fans and collectors, customers, clients, and people that you love hanging out with. Um, Wow. All right. Uh, that's enough for today. I will be doing new podcasts coming up here uh, on a regular basis. I'm so excited to have you listen. If there's only one person out there who's listening to this right now, share it with an artist friend. They need to know about this. Let them know about us. We are on a mission. You are a phenom. A phenom artist, creator, maker, musician, painter, sculptor, writer, storyteller. But most of all, you are a phenomenal human being. 
because I know you conquer fear. You defy age and bridge divides. You connect hearts and bring joy. You grow with purpose to heal your community and you embrace who all of us are becoming. Please subscribe to this podcast or channel to accelerate your success. And please share this episode with three friends who you know deserve a phenomenal future just like you.